Coming up, the Eagles stay undefeated and upsets galore in week six. This is Locked On Game to Game NFL. Every game, every team, every angle. Locked On Game to Game, your team every day. Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game NFL, local experts taking you from game to game through week six of the NFL season. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. New York football giants continue to impress. This time they shut down Lamar Jackson and the Ravens en route to their third straight win. Locked On Giants recaps everything that went right for New York on Sunday. The New York Giants, labeled by critics as the worst winning team in the NFL, did it again on Sunday, recording an impressive come-from-behind victory against the Baltimore Ravens 24-20 Sunday at MetLife Stadium. Hi, everybody. Patricia Trainer reporting. And if you hadn't watched the Giants' thrilling win over the Ravens, you'd swear just by looking at the major stats that the Giants were outmuscled in just about every major statistical category. But this is the Brian Dable New York Giants team we're talking about a team that's all about grit and perseverance and overcoming its shortcomings. And the Giants, who at one point were down by two scores, never forgot that, according to Dable, who stressed to his team the importance of not getting down when the chips start to stack up against you. Statistically speaking, the Giants didn't get much from their running game, which averaged 2.7 yards per carry. And quarterback Daniel Jones again threw for under 200 yards, going 19 of 27 for 173 yards and two touchdowns. But the offense made just enough plays while the defense finished off the Ravens in the final two minutes of the game when rookie Kayvon Thibodeau strip-sacked Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson to force a fumble and, in essence, end the Ravens' hope of coming back from a 24-20 deficit. The Giants, now 5-1, and one, will hit the road the next two weeks before coasting into their bye, They'll pay a visit to the Jaguars in week seven and the Seahawks in week eight as they continue their quest to remain perfect against teams outside of the NFC East. For more on the New York Giants, keep it here on the Locked on Giants podcast. The Philadelphia Eagles are still undefeated, taking down their division rival, the Dallas Cowboys, to do it on Sunday night football. Locked on Eagles talks about the defense. Locked on Cowboys is looking forward to the return of Dak Prescott. Cowboys fall to the Eagles 26-17. What does it all mean? Hi, I'm Lana McCool with the Locked On Cowboys podcast. And Cooper Rush throws three interceptions as the as he finally turns back into a pumpkin, as the expression goes. Uh, and the Cowboys lose to the division rivals, Eagles, who will take quite a hefty step ahead of everybody else in the division race, uh, facing a very easy schedule in the back half. For the Cowboys, though, you know, this loss is awful, and you definitely are, are kind of out in a bad spot for the division race at this point. But the Cowboys being 4-2 and two after having missed Dak Prescott for five games, you can't be too complain- too upset about that. And with the likelihood having been increased that he will come back to the field this next week after having shown a, a pre-game workout in Philadelphia, the Cowboys still have plenty to look forward to on their way to the back half of the season. For the more on the Cowboys, check out the Locked On Cowboys podcast uh, every every day of the week. We'll we'll get you covered. We'll get you through this. And for any other NFL news, make sure you check on the Locked On NFL podcast or any of our Locked On podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. 
The Packers were hoping to bounce back from an ugly loss in London, but instead they turned in one of their worst home losses ever at Lambeau Field. Locked on Packers short and sweet after an embarrassing loss to the Jets. The Packers suck. The end. Coming up, don't look now, but the NFC South is looking wide open. This is Locked On Game to Game NFL. Today's edition of Locked On Game to Game is brought to you by Athletic Greens. This is a product that I use literally every day. I started taking AG1 to help me with my immune system. It works with whatever diet that you're on, gluten-free, vegan, dairy-free. It's important to include a multivitamin in your diet, AG1 makes that super easy to do. And right now it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every single day. That's it, super easy. No need for a million different pills and supplements as you try to look out for your own health. Now to make it super easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D, and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NFL network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NFL network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Welcome back to Locked On Game to Game NFL. I'm Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. Just about everything that could go wrong went wrong for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Pittsburgh on Sunday. Locked On Bucks goes over the myriad of things that Tampa did wrong on the road. Offensive inefficiency doomed the Tampa Bay Buccaneers offense to a slow start. The young upstart Pittsburgh Steelers took advantage and a late defensive collapse sealed the deal that is how the Tampa Bay Buccaneers suffered their third loss of the season. I'm David Harrison of the Locks on Bucks podcast and losing 20 to 18 to the Pittsburgh Steelers. You'd like to say it was rookie quarterback Kenny Pickett. They got the best of the GOAT, Tom Brady. But perhaps even worse, it's veteran backup quarterback Mitch Trubisky that actually came in for the concussed rookie quarterback out of Pittsburgh and came in and saved the day. Of course, he was also aided by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers failing to score in multiple red zone trips and also a late defensive collapse after allowing only three third down conversions on the first 11 attempts for the Steelers, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense allowed their straight four straight to end the game against Mitch Trubisky and the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's how this went down. For more on this game and everything Tampa Bay Buccaneers, check out James Jarko and I on the Locked On Bucks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Elsewhere in the NFC South, the 49ers made the Falcons look really good on Sunday, and now all of a sudden the NFC South seems like it might be wide open. Locked On Falcons reviews a game where Atlanta was fully locked in. It was a physical win for the Falcons in week six as they beat up on the 49ers 28 to 14. I'm Aaron Freeman, host of Locked on Falcons. The Falcons were able to exert their will against a beat up 49ers defense on Sunday, rushing for 168 yards on the ground and also getting a boost from their defense with three takeaways, including a first quarter fumble that resulted in a scoop and score. Marcus Mariota might have had his best game to date, despite only throwing for 129 yards, but added a rushing touchdown and two passing touchdowns, including connecting with tight in Kyle Pitts for the first time this year. The Falcons now move to three and three and could go above 500 for the first time in five years with a win next week 
against the Cincinnati Bengals. We'll have this 49ers win as well as next week's matchup covered all week long here on Locked On Falcons, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It was not pretty at all, but the Vikings were still able to pull off a win on the road against the Dolphins. Locked On Vikings talks us through how Minnesota got it done in Miami. Don't look now, but the Vikings are 5-1. and one. Vikings beat the Dolphins 24-16 to 16 in Miami. Dolphins dealing with all sorts of quarterback issues. Skylar Thompson meant to start this game. They had to go to Teddy Bridgewater with an injury earlier in the game. So Dolphins dealing with a lot of issues, and the Vikings dealt with a lot of their own issues, issues of their own making as well. Um, the Dolphins really moved the ball on the Vikings. Tyreek Hill goes over 100 yards, um, but penalties or sacks or missed field goals, what have you. The Dolphins just couldn't cash in, and there were a lot more opportunities for points here. That said, some of those turnovers are earned. The Vikings get a couple of interceptions on a tipped ball, like tip drill thing. Patrick Peterson makes a fantastic interception on Teddy Bridgewater, a forced fumble from uh, Harrison Smith on what would have been a third down conversion, which I, like kind of perfectly encapsulates the game. You let them go all the way down the field on you, but you made the play at the end. And... The Vikings had to make 14 stops in this game. There are 14 Dolphins possessions. Holding them to 16 points on that is impressive no matter how you slice it. On the other side of the ball, though, absolute horror show on offense. The Vikings had two touchdown drives, 10 three and outs. 10 three and outs on 14 possessions. So many possessions where they just punted it right back to the Dolphins. Really, really bad performance, particularly in the run game, which kept them behind the chains. We talked about that on the postcast with Sam Ekstrom. Um, but ultimately an explosive uh, runaway touchdown by Dalvin Cook, and those two touchdown drives were enough, as well as one field goal from uh, a, a short field drive. So Vikings win. No matter how you slice it, you can't take away that they won. Five and one, two-game lead in the division as the Packers lost to the Jets today. And uh, they go into their bye in about as good a spot as you can ask for. For more on all this, you can find the Locked On Vikings podcast, all part of the Locked On Podcast Network, free and available on all platforms. The Saints looked pretty good early, but they could not hold on at the end at home yesterday against the Cincinnati Bengals. Locked On Saints goes over the mistakes in the Superdome. Despite taking an early lead, trailing for a minute and 30 seconds is all that it took for the New Orleans Saints to fall to 2-4 and four against the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm Ross Jackson, host of the Locked On Saints podcast. The New Orleans Saints, unfortunately, uh, having a loss handed to them here at the Caesars Superdome. Saints' home field advantage just hasn't been the same over the course of the past few years. In this game, they did it all to themselves. One of five in the red zone, not being able to walk away with touchdowns, not being able to finish drives, a 16-point swing in terms of taking a touchdown and four field goals as opposed to five touchdowns in the red zone. Meanwhile, gave up a 100% conversion rate for the Cincinnati Bengals, who had three red zone trips and walked away with three touchdowns. That was the difference in this game. That and poor tackling rearing its ugly head yet again for this New Orleans Saints defense. Can they get it all fixed, especially on a short week with the Arizona Cardinals and Kyler Murray on the way? We'll be breaking it all down every single Monday through Friday here over at the Locked On Saints podcast, free and available on all podcast apps and on YouTube, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The NFC West seems like they change from week to week. Arizona struggled to score this week against Seattle, and Locked On Cardinals is asking the tough questions after a loss to the Seahawks. The Arizona Cardinals offense can only muster up three points on way to their 19-9 loss to the Seattle Seahawks. This same Seattle Seahawks defense 
that gave up 39 points to the New Orleans Saints in week five. Alex Clancy locked on Cardinals. The offense was an embarrassment. The defense was a strong suit. This is pretty much what we've been seeing through six weeks of the 2022 NFL season, even though almost the entire offseason and draft was set up to bolster the offense in an effort to make it the strength of the Arizona Cardinals. It's not. The defense, Byron Murphy, Zach Allen, Zaven Collins, led by Vance Joseph, is elevating the talent that he has on the defensive side of the ball. Cliff Kingsbury, he ain't doing that. I will leave you with this. If the offense isn't the strength of the Arizona Cardinals, why is Cliff Kingsbury here? You can check me out for all of your Cardinals news on Lockdown Cardinals Monday through Friday, free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. That's going to do it today on Locked On Game to Game NFL. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. Make sure you subscribe to Locked On NFL on YouTube and wherever else you get your podcasts from as well. I'm Kenani Stevens. This has been Locked On Game to Game.